Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 593 of the Drunk Nationals Podcast. I'm host as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? <laughs> oh, boy. A lot of things are up, but if there's one thing for certain, man, it's like, I'm in the mood to play something. I am mm-hmm. definitely in the mood to play something, dude. Work has been crazy the past couple of weeks because of weather and all that other type of crazy crap. I mean, home obviously is hectic as always. But, uh, yeah, dude, I mean, this is the time of the year where you're not, we don't have generally a lot of major, major games that drop, but towards, towards the opening part of this month, you know, you get like the Prince of Persia game that released, I think on the 18th, like yesterday as a recording here. Plus you had Power World and stuff that just dropped recently. And now you have Tekken, like, yeah, 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 the ninth, you know, the 19th. And then, like, uh, later on this month, is going to be, like, Tekken 8. I mean, it's starting off to where it's not been much of a low period. But for myself, it just feels like that type of thing where I that, I just want to play something familiar. I, I don't really want to delve too deep into something without, like, me actually feeling like it. And I, that's just kind of how this, this past week has sort of been. Because I've been too exhausted to try to play something for a couple hours. Basically, come home, watch some YouTube, maybe play a little bit of like Pokemon Crystal. But you know what? It's it's not like say a like big old playthrough or anything else like that. It's just a casual thing, and I have a freaking unown on my team. You know, like a little a little creature and stuff. It has just like one thing that's like hidden power. Huh. You know, hidden power. It based upon different types of Pokemon types, and I think mine's like a bug type because. Whenever I try it against like a like a poison type or like a like a other type of bug type, it just it's like it's resistant to the attack itself. But yeah, man, I mean, it's it's definitely could have been a better week. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, I'm here now. Yeah. <laughs> so how have you been? Um, I guess about the same. Uh, yeah, you know, it's been you know Iowa here. It's we got couple feet of snow it's been like negative 30 uh with a lot of wind so then uh had to do a ton of work monday and tuesday in the cold uh so that sucked and then uh now i have covid so Uh that's pretty awesome on top of it (laughs) uh so i'm dealing with that so i apologize for the voice and uh it's not 100 percent there um and if any like coughing or sneezing or sniffling I apologize for that. I'm not drinking beer this week. I'm drinking uh, water this week. Um, mm. Got my little Pokemon cup here. Uh, it's the, the the draw like the it's a trainer. The it's not not doing so well in the wash, but um, yeah. Anyways, I'm drinking that. Uh, you know, on on the upside though, Gables, I did find out after 11 doctor visits, I do not have t- testicular cancer. So hey, that's a win. I will hey. take that. You know, like uh, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. He uh, he took away my sense of smell, taste, and nearly three thousand dollars medical bills. But I could let me keep my balls, so there <laughs> is that, I guess. Um, so I have that. Uh, it. I just like got cold sweats really bad right now. No. This is fucking garbage. Um, yeah. Anyways, it, it's awful. It like last, I got the second time I've gotten COVID. Last time I got COVID, like I at least got to keep my sense of smell or my yeah. my uh, sense of like my t- my taste. So like that was nice, uh, and now I just can't taste anything. It's it's fucking bullshit. I ate some pudding earlier. 
And I was like, I can't even taste it. Everything just tastes the same. I ate some soup. I, I had a little bit of, I had some like these like yogurt drinks I, I drink. It's like a probiotic. I tried it and uh, took a, they're really tasty actually. Uh, and everything tastes the same and it's bullshit. Uh, I don't like it at all. So I'm just going to live off soup for like the next three or four days because I'm not going to waste uh, my inability to taste anything on uh, anything else. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. But uh, anyways, I'm sick of it, Gables. But let's let's try to turn this a little more positive. Uh, yeah. Gables and I, I usually we're in a much positive mood, but it's just like there's not a lot to be positive right now. Uh, it's it's fucking cold. Uh, I'm sick. Uh, it's There's snow. Everything sucks. All right. Uh, except for the <laughs> world of gaming. Uh, where Gables and I get together every week and talk about gaming, everything we love about it. Um, you know, there's, if anything, you know, we, like the, the gaming is not letting us down this week. No. Um, but if you guys like all this, like our show, please like, follow, subscribe. I, pro- I promise you, we're not always like this. It's just, uh, it's just been a rough week. Uh, but please, you know, like, uh, like, follow, like, follow, subscribe. Check us out. We're on Facebook, Twitter, um, any podcast service out there. Just look, look us up, Drunk Nash or Drunk Nerds Podcast. You'll find us. Go to us on YouTube. YouTube is a big thing we're pushing right now. We really would appreciate it. If you help, help us get there, we're uh, we're, we're like two hundred over two hundred twenty uh, subscribers, uh, trying to get to that five hundred uh, subscriber level. So, Gibbles and I actually like make a little bit of money off doing this. We just we're two guys. We have full time jobs. We just do for, do this because mm-hmm. we love it. Uh, so, if you guys can go do that, like, follow, subscribe, hit the bell, whatever, all the things that everybody else tells you to do. If you could just do that for us, we would appreciate it. Uh, and also share if you can share, tell your friends, we'd appreciate that as well. Uh, <clears throat> Gables, without further ado. Let's get into uh, the news this week. So we had okay. the Xbox developer direct, uh, the second one we've had uh, now in the last uh, well, the last year now. Uh, but showed off five games here. I kind of I think last year they showed off five games as well. We had the four they're going to talk about. And then we had the fifth uh, surprise game. Uh, started off here with Avowed. We got some more gameplay of this mm-hmm. one. A little bit of a, a section showing off like how like different. How like you do like a side quest and like interactions you do, uh, will will play out differently depending on th- things you decide. Uh, but they show off like you can like do wield wands, which is kind of cool, and you can like switch between like weapons. Like you can have you can do wield like a sword and a gun or shit like that. And you like uh stuff like that. But I thought the game looks like the more we see of it. Like I I'm a fan of Obsidian. Like I played Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds, yeah. Having yeah. Outer Worlds and Outer Wilds come out in the same year is for, will forever throw me and everybody off in gaming. <laughs> uh, but I played Outer Worlds last last year for the first time, and I actually came away really liking it. Like I, I feel like you know Outer Worlds was like their version of like Fallout, uh, and it's just like a smaller version of that. And Avowed seems like it's kind of a smaller version of like what you would expect from like um, Elder Scrolls game. And I don't know everything I've seen about like the, like the gameplay looks like it could be fun. I like the little creatures that you're fighting, um, and I don't know I, I like. This is I don't know if this is a game out that I'd be like a day one buy from. It's coming to Game Pass, coming out fall twenty twenty four. But uh, I, I don't know. I came away a lot more positive on it than I already felt. How are you feeling this one, Gables? I thought it looked all right. I mean, I didn't really particularly like. I it just hasn't got its hooked its hooks into me yet. I do see the potential inside the gameplay itself. It's definitely more or less structured like a Elder Scrolls game in certain aspects. But at the same time, though, I just got to experiment a little bit more with that gameplay because i did see the example where okay dual wielding wands like a sword and a gun like this and that plus all the uh moral consequences of what you go through with your choices and then you know it definitely does have a lot of potential i did like a little bit of what i saw but i need to see more of this game 
I really do want to see more of this game because I want to like this game. I want to play Avowed. <laughs> yeah. And they did say well, they'll have more for us in, in the next few months. I'm assuming that really yeah. just means Summer Game Fest. Um, we'll probably get a date then as well. But uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like sometimes these games are a little harder to show off because it's like, it's more so like, it's more the it's more the experience type of thing like what, what you're gonna you know people what the experiences you have in these games more than anything it's like um you know like like starfield like is easier to show off because it's like you know obviously it's in space and you know obviously you have bethesda behind it it's the first brand new ip so it's like you can show off a lot more and people are gonna be more excited about it and they have the pedigree behind them um obsidian i feel like it's like a, it's more of a gamer studio where like gamers know them and love their games um and I don't, they don't have the necessarily maybe the pedigree of the big IPs. Um, but I mean, secretly, like they've probably been the best acquisition so far of all the big ones they've made recently. They yeah. put out the most games and um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with them. I'm, I'm, but I, I definitely, I could see where like, yeah, I, I can understand just off of that. Like, yeah, I didn't come away loving it, but yeah, like I agree. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe like one more big showing for this. They spent like maybe like, we got like 15, 20 minutes of gameplay on this one. They really sat down and talked about show off some shit or like, I don't know, like it's coming to game pass. Maybe like just a word of mouth of like, Hey, like the dumb shit that happens in this game is what we'll do it. Um, but moving on here to uh hellblade Two Senua saga. Uh, we got some more gameplay for this one. Uh, kind of just more stuff, more stuff we've already seen. And like, that's kind of like, I guess like I'm someone that's been super pumped for this game. Like, but it's been, uh, what game awards 2019. So we're over four years now we've seen this game. Yes. I don't know, five, six times now, probably. Um, and it's like, even like, I'm not tired of seeing it. Like, I know I'm going to love this game. I'm, I'm super excited to play it. I mean, Hellblade was one of my favorite games of 2017. Um, and I've been one of the, uh, you know, I definitely, uh, I found out there's a lot more people like me that like, have, like over the few years, the last few years of like pounding the pavement for this game. Uh, so that's nice to know. Uh, but they talk about like, they, they improved the combat system, which wasn't bad in the first game, but it definitely was not like, anything to write home about like it was it was good enough for like what the game was trying to do yes. um the, the game was more about the story and the journey than it was about the gameplay uh but we finally got a release date here uh may 21st uh which was leaked or it was one of those things where like i don't know it's like when it was like on like that reddit games and rumors thing so it's like you see some of the shit on there it's like i don't even know like how, how seriously i need to take this i didn't see any like uh leakers out there with like good pedigree behind them that were like confirming this date so but I've seen that date out there. So we got May 21st. So it's, it's, I'm as happy as a date. I'm super pumped for um, for this. And like the music was awesome. They had like that one part in the when they were showing it. Like, and like, like the big thing is like the sound design of like mm-hmm. when I've been playing the first game with like with headphones on and like the the way like like the, the psychosis that she deals with, like the, the voices in her head where like you can hear them in like the background. Like they can hear them almost like walk around you, like the 3D audio. And they were showing, oh. like, the, the people singing and talking to you. And they are like, there was one part where it shows, like, the people, like, singing and talking into the microphone. And they were spinning around the microphone as they're, as they're doing it. I'm like, that's oh, fucking God. awesome. I thought that was sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, this, I mean, to me, this is, like, a game of the year contender for me. Uh, and they did announce, they did say that this game is going to be about the same amount of time, uh, same amount of length as the first game. So, seven, eight hours, which... Perfect, because that was my big concern. Uh, was like I love that game, but like also like being the, the the game being like on the shorter side was also really important because like I went on like 15, 20 hours of Hellblade one would have been way too much, and I was really worried that like Hellblade two was like oh cool we got the Microsoft budget now so let's just make a twenty 
hour, 25 hour uh, story out of this. And I'm happy that that is not the case, but Gabe, us how you feel about this one. Honestly, I kind of feel like that uh, Hellblade 2, I have felt for a very long while. So actually since the game was revealed that this is going to be a great game from initially what I've seen from some of the gameplay and also in terms of like, I thought that what we saw inside of that developer direct and stuff, I mean, it didn't really showcase a lot of the justice of this this game and stuff because we get to see like a lot of the insides in terms of what they're going through the mocapping and this and that you know just like just like the technical side of things to where it's like yeah yeah this is interesting and all that and stuff like that but I would have loved to have seen a little more of things that were oh new inside the game or maybe a little bit tidbits here and there but considering that like you've touched upon before we've been seeing this game like the past few years. Just little bit by bits and stuff. I mean, I understand the fear of overexposure could definitely be a thing here for Hellblade 2. But I came across just being positive about Hellblade 2. I think it's going to be a really great game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, can't, cannot wait for this one. Um, next up here, we had a nice little surprise. Like last year, we got Hi-Fi Rush uh, reveal and Shadow Drop. This year, we got uh, Visions of Mana. Um, kind of a big... Uh, so I didn't... I first when this was revealed, I thought this was like going to be like they're announcing this as a Game Pass game. So I'm like, oh, this is this is a big one for uh, for Xbox here, getting the first you know first Mana game in like 15 years, um, and they're getting it on Game Pass day one. Like that's gonna be awesome. Gonna find out that's not the case. Which whatever, not the biggest ordeal in the world, but um, yeah. Uh, oh, let's see. There we go. Uh, but. Um, I thought the, the showing looked pretty good here. You got a cute little uh, dog at like the Yorkshire Terrier, I believe, um, with you that uh, just looked like a little adorable little bastard that you could, you could ride around on. Um, I'm not like this isn't necessarily my game. Like I definitely would have checked it out if it was like a Game Pass Day One game, but I don't know, I'm not seeing myself dropping a full $70 on this game. This is maybe like, you know, Tyler 20 years ago. This is what I would have called my shit. I was big, you know, the, the tales of games, stuff like that. Like those were definitely my games back in the day. And like, this definitely would have been my, my thing. But, uh, I don't know this, I, I, I wasn't like bored by this, but I was just like, yeah, this didn't do anything for me. And especially being like, um, the big surprise thing of the show. Like you knew there was going to be the fifth game. Uh, and I was like, kind of came away a little disappointed with that one, but that's more of a me thing than anything. But like, I was kind of hoping they would like stick to like, Something first party. I'm not saying I wanted a shadow drop. I didn't think there would be one, uh, but I was kind of hoping like, maybe they have like something like first party related, like they, like reveal or like something that I don't know. Maybe like this Game Pass related uh, come on day one. But uh, I mean, obviously, you know, like Xbox has been pushing hard the last couple of years. Well, really for a long time they've been really trying to push getting the uh, the Japanese market onto the Xbox um, and. You know, especially with like we had the Persona three, uh, four, and five, uh, the the remasters come to Game Pass uh, a couple of years ago, and now uh, Persona three Reload is coming to Game Pass in a couple of weeks. Uh, so I mean, yeah, like I can see like, hey, like this is a big deal. Visions like a Mana game, the first one, like I said, in over fifteen years coming to uh, you know, is it's and it's also coming to Game Pass or uh, Xbox on day one. Like that's a big deal. Let's showcase it here and like really hammer the fact in like, hey. This is coming to get Xbox, so you know if you're if you're looking to buy this game and you don't have a console yet, like you don't have a PlayStation yet or you don't have a PC, uh, you know, hey, 
this game, yeah, it's it's here for you. You can have it. You can play it on your Xbox. So uh, I think I, I get why they did it. It was a good idea market-wise. Uh, but oh, I thought I could be a little disappointed by it. But Gables, how how you feeling about uh, uh, Visions of Mana? Visions of Mana looks okay. There hasn't really been anything that's caught me as something that is like a natural evolution of like a JRPG. In terms of like its combat, you know, I think it's okay. Visual, the visual styles of it, I'm fine with. I mean, I don't mind the shell, the cell shaded look sort of aspect to it. But a lot of the action RPG mechanics and like a lot of the gameplay that we did see, it really does seem like kind of like the average sort of like action RPG in that retrospects. I was kind of surprised that this game was not like a Game Pass game. Yeah. Because of how much intertwined Xbox, you know, Microsoft has been with Square Enix now for the past, like, uh, especially over the last year with the announcements of Final Fantasy XIV coming to the platform and then supposed like beta testing going on for that. They accidentally thing. released it early and then took it down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? But I think uh, this whole Visions of Mana stuff, you know, I think it's okay right now, but it, they're definitely. It definitely needs some more development, in my personal opinion, because it kind of feels like to me sort of like a 7.5 or like an 8 currently yeah. from what I've been seeing. So not like bad or anything. It's just seems like uh, seems like just an average Japanese action game RPG. Yeah. yeah. Um, next up here, we had Aura History Untold. Uh, it's from Oxide Games. Uh, it's coming out in fall 2024 as well. It's a... Uh, I don't know, like a 4x game uh not really my thing i will say like i i definitely like the style of a developer direct of like mm -hmm. you know there's no like voiceover there's no like we're not seeing phil spencer we're not seeing a sarah bond or matt booty we're not seeing like these big faces it's just like we're actually hearing from the developers themselves i like that yeah. like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna go to their studio and we're gonna show you like a little behind the scenes stuff we're gonna we're gonna like let the people talk to you about the game that they're making and like I don't know, I, I enjoy that st style. And one of the things I liked most was actually during this part here, uh, where like the, one of the guys was like talking about it, and uh, like one of like the leads of the studio walked in and like grabbed a drink while he was doing his like interview, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, hi, Dave." And it's like I, I don't know, I thought that was kind of funny, just kind of like a little charming thing of like, "Hey, like I don't know, it's like something that wouldn't happen like in these like really buttoned up." you know, studio presentations that we're going to rehearse and go through a hundred times. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of fun. I like, I enjoyed that. Like a nice little side thing. that just kind of like, Hey, we're going to, that was a, that was a cool little moment. We're going to keep that in here. Uh, wow. but, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, I end up, uh, like this is not a game I'm, I'm interested in, uh, anything. I know there's a lot of people that, that you know, this is like these people like worked on like Civ five and stuff. And like, I'm, I get like, Hey, there's a there's a big audience out, out here for it. It's not a me game. It's coming out fall 2024. Uh, it's coming out to Game Pass as well, but uh, I don't know. Anything on that one, Gables? I share the same sentiment, really. I'm not really into simulation games too much. I mean, I understand and respect the complexity of a lot of the games inside the, mm. the genre. I yeah. don't fault any people that do like simulation-style games. I know for myself, but like speaking to myself, I'm more... I'm more like kind of like an action-oriented person. I don't try to like go and just have multiple different systems having to learn inside of a game for you know trying to like say capture let's just say for example to like capture certain territory or something of like say a, like for a map or do this or do that but uh 
I would really take those like one one anomaly of a game to actually get me hooked on simulation games. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, other than that, though, I didn't think it looked bad. I just wasn't too interested in it. Yeah, yeah. I was never bored during the segment though, because it's like I don't know. Like I, like I said, I always like enjoyed the little behind the scenes stuff, stuff like that. So uh, I was never bored by it. But yeah, it was definitely not that thing for me. Uh, then last but certainly not least here, we had Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Uh, first time we first got the, the, the title, which was kind of leaked, but there was like, because they, um, they trademarked a bunch of names, uh, Microsoft did for Indiana mm-hmm. Jones. And there was like four or five, so people kind of like narrowed it down to what it could be. Uh, and this the Great Circle is one of them. Uh, but we finally got some gameplay on this one. Uh, got a decent amount of like gameplay and some cutscenes stuff on it, but... We did uh, some. I, I didn't realize this that, that we didn't know this, but uh, it wasn't confirmed whether or not it was going to look like Harrison Ford, uh, and it it does. Uh, it does mm-hmm. take place between Raiders of the Last Ark and The Last Crusade. Uh, Troy Baker, period. yeah. What? Uh, that's a great time period. Yeah. Yeah. For that yep. franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Troy Baker is the voice of Indiana Jones. Uh, so in this one, like you said, you're going to go to like the Vatican, the pyramids of Egypt, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I I can't wait. Really, really looking forward to this game. Like, it's Machine Games. I'm gonna, you know, they made the they're making the Wolfenstein games. Like, I'm pretty much gonna play anything they put out. Um, and it definitely like when you see the gameplay, like it definitely has the look and feel of like a uh, a Wolfenstein game. Like the way like the maneuvering around, like the the way the the like the level design is, and, like the sneaking and everything like that. Like it definitely feels or looks like what you expect the machine games to make in a Indiana Jones game. Um, but I like like the, the whole whip controls. Like they said, they talked about how like they put like a lot of emphasis on what you can do with the whip. Like we're like one mm. point, like he actually like whips a guy in the, in the knee, he, like grabs his knee, which I thought was just hilarious at that point, at uh, that point. And like, uh, like him, like punching the guy to the, like the rhythm of the music, stuff like that. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, like, I don't know. Definitely like, um, you know, it's the first person, which was a big, Big, pretty much a big discussion ever since they announced this game. It was like, it's going to be first or third person. Um, and I don't know. Like, everything we see on this, this game looks really good to me. Like, I'm not a huge Indiana Jones guy. Like, I've seen the movies, at least the first four. I haven't seen the fifth one yet. Uh, and, like, I, I enjoyed them, but I'm not, like, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of them. But, like, I, I like them fine. Uh, but, um, yeah, like, I can't wait. Like, definitely, like, really excited for this game. Like, you know, like, I'm still bummed. We're not, we're not getting Wolfenstein 3 yet. Uh, I'd sort of have a Wolfenstein three than this, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to play. This will be definitely gonna be a uh, day one uh, play for me. Uh, it's, it's scheduled to come out this year, but it's weird. Like all the other ones got like dates or like a, a window, and yep. this one just said 2024. So so it could it could very easily great. move into 2025. Yeah, I, I feel like even they're like, yeah, we don't know yet, guys. Um, but I don't know. Like I I thought it looks like it's, it's, this game's gonna be really cool. What about you, Gables? I did really like how this was presented, and also I really did love the job they made to looking the having Indiana Jones look like uh, Harrison Ford. And I I actually didn't realize I was Troy Baker speaking because it almost at points sounded like it was Harrison Ford. Yeah, it was, it was a really good, <laughs> it was really uh, good impression yeah. of Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, from what was initially showed, I mean. The gameplay looks pretty fun. I mean, I love the idea of like using your whip on a bunch of different like uh, for a bunch of different tasks. You know, like swinging, like swinging from like one point to another, or just targeting individual like 
enemies like body parts or something like that with the whip, you know, like whipping of the knee or something or whipping of the face or like, oh man, like try to, I, I really wish they would have showed like the whipping of the crotch because that would actually would have been right. really oh, funny God. just to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah, the whole punching of the face of the music stuff, the whole thing where you could just take a random thing and do like a Wolfenstein kind of kind of do like a thing in certain first person shooters or some or first person games where you just take an item or something you just huck it and all of a sudden you just hit somebody in the like the back of the head without them noticing but uh i do love the music stuff we had a chance to hear it was definitely reminiscent of uh of what the original composer did for like the Indiana Jones games, it was it's inspired by the composer. Yeah, I forgot what his name was, like William John Williams. John Williams, yeah, yeah, John Williams. That inspired more or less from his works and stuff on the Indiana Jones like films, the early ones. I thought that was pretty cool. I did, I did like. What's funny? I did like that little blurb and stuff where you just see in the background like Todd Howard just taking a golden idol and stuff. Yeah, I noticed that too. That was pretty funny. <laughs> But uh, you can tell there's been a lot of good passion stuff put into this game. And you can just feel it from not just Todd Howard himself, but, but just the crew that is going into creating the game. Like They really like like uh, the Indiana Jones franchise. And so little bits of tidbits here and there. Little bits of stuff. And also, I kind of like that last little blurb and stuff where the guy just drops that, drops that huge old vase or something. And then he's like... Did you have any idea how old that is? Yeah. 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 I think this is going to be pretty cool. This is probably going to be a pretty cool game and stuff. I still think that it does definitely have a possibility of coming out this year. Especially if it's like, uh, if we see it more in the summertime. And then they announce like maybe like a November release date or October release date. I mean. Yeah. I could see that potentially happening. But as you would. As you were saying, though, I mean, this could slip into, like, a January or February of 2025. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, yeah, I I agree with you. Like, yeah, just, I'm way more excited for this than I thought I would be. Like, yes. I, I thought, I thought, like, okay, it's Machine Games. This game will, like, at least be good. But how is, like, two different, like, it feels like two very different things meshing together. But, uh, yeah. It just feels uh, like Wolfenstein with Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if anybody should make a, a first-person uh, Nazi killing game, it's Machine Games. So, just... Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know why I ever doubted them, so that's my bad. Um, but uh, also, it was kind of interesting in this was that uh, at one point they show like a whiteboard uh, mm -hmm. in like the in during this part of the presentation, and you can see where it says AKE six, and there's a Quake logo. So, uh. so uh, looks like they in here they teased Quake six is coming from Machine Games. So Gables, oh. I swear to fucking God, if if I'm not going to play Wolfenstein, if they're not going to finish the story <laughs> until 2036, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. All right? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Like, you you left on a cliffhanger. We got to finish the goddamn story. Who's going to finish the story first? Cody Rhodes or fucking Machine Games, Gables? <sighs> oh, boy. <laughs> or neither. I feel, like, I feel like at this point, neither. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um Oh, could you just imagine, like, just going to, like, just that Quake 6 thing, and all of a sudden, it's like Todd Howard's like, okay, we're gonna be going into Elder Scrolls 6 now. It's like, I'm yeah. fuck. They're gonna make, they're gonna make them make Indiana Jones 2. I'm gonna lose my goddamn fucking mind. Uh, anyways, Gables, uh, 
moving on here. Next story. Yes. Uh, Foam Stars. Uh, it's coming out February 6th. People don't remember this. This is like that Square Enix game that looks like a blatant ripoff of Splatoon. Uh, where like instead of like uh, shooting paint, you're shooting foam. and like, But you can like surf and shit on the foam. Um, stuff like that. So it's coming out February 6th. But it's coming to uh, PS Plus. So people have a PS Plus. Uh, membership you you get this game um but it's uh so it's a six month exclusive to playstation um it'll be free to people for only but it sounds like uh it's only free for the month and then after that it's 30 dollars um yeah so uh, i'm not i can't confirm that but that's kind of the way i read it um huh this is this isn't the first time this has happened where like uh playstation put like that what was that Destruction Derby game that was that came out right after the PS5. Destruction yeah, All Stars or whatever. Destruction All Stars. It was free for like two months and then they put it out for like twenty bucks. Uh, so it's not the first time this has happened. But um, anyway, so from from some yeah, Boom Stars is coming uh, a couple weeks here. Um, what's interesting is the producer of the game came out and said that with a PvP game like this, the biggest risk for us is that uh, there aren't enough people playing it. Which no shit, obviously, but also that I think that's. I mean, obviously, like that is the light blood behind behind this thing, and we talk about this all the time. It's like, you know, like these games come out, even if they're good or, you know, fine or good. Like, no one's playing them. This game, it's dead. And we see these games come out all the time, and it's like, uh, you know, like to try to come out and be twenty. I mean, even like I've talked about it before, like even if a game is five dollars, you know, like people are like, oh, I don't want to pay five bucks for this thing. Like, like I don't know, like. Uh, feel like you know, people don't like free to play but it's like i almost rather like some games instead of being like try to be 20 30 dollars but have like you know microtransactions like if you're not like a big big ass game or like you, you don't have a big you don't have like a you know like a big ip ip behind you or something like that you're probably better off being free to play uh because it's, it's easy it's an easier hurdle for people to jump in when you're free to play and spend money on your game that way than be you know 20 bucks and then you know whatever uh and but what's, what's weird is so this game, the producer of this game makes that statement. This game's coming out February sixth. Mm-hmm. Hell Divers Two is coming out February eighth. So two days after. And that's a that's a PlayStation exclusive. Well, it's on PC and PlayStation, but it's a PlayStation exclusive, hmm. uh, console wise. Um, and that game, and I've been saying this forever about Hell Divers. Uh, that game needs to be on PS Plus because there's like this. It's forty dollars for this game. And like this game, even though with the PlayStation um, push behind it, like it, I'm sure the game will sell well because you have you know it's it's got it's the, the IP has some name value to it, maybe not much, yes. to, uh, but it has some uh, behind it. But also, you know, you are you know it's gonna have the the, the push behind of a PlayStation uh, on top of it. You're gonna have the you're gonna have the you know the advertising you know behind it. Uh, but I don't know. It's like I tell this all the time, Gables. Like I just said, like a million of these games come out. You know, it's like, you know, a handful out of a million are going to actually find an audience and you got to find every aspect you can to get a, get an edge. And it's like, man, it's like, it's so weird. Like, why are you putting this game on PS plus two days before your big multiplayer game is coming out? This game's going to be free to people. Your game is $40 to people. Like, I don't understand how we got here. Hmm. I'm baffled. I don't know. I mean, absolutely, I don't know. I think it's a good idea that Foam Stars is going to PlayStation Plus, but 
at the same point, you know, it's like when you when Sony had the opportunity to put like Helldivers two upon the that service, you know, because it's one of their newest online multiplayer style of games. Uh, yeah, that definitely is a missed opportunity. But uh, going back to Foam Stars, I mean, like I was just saying, you know, this is probably one of the best options they have here because it could be potentially like. It could just potentially fizzle out, like, say, the Destruction All-Stars and stuff, even though that did eventually go on to PlayStation Plus. This is the type of game... I think Foam Stars is the type of game that will benefit from having a bunch, like, having a ton of people download it on the PS5 and stuff, and then just start just fiddling around with it, seeing what they can do, you know, doing this and that. Though, much like Destruction All-Stars, this thing coming out, like, about $30 or something on the main market, I mean... It already is similar to, say, a Splatoon. I mean, I definitely feel like this game will be one of those games where there's going to be a, a dedicated few that will love playing it, especially if putting it online. But uh, this is definitely a candidate for one of those games where after it releases and after people have had a chance to play it for a week, they're not going to go back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel too much differently about it, but I, I do think this is like the smarter option. Yes. Of, you know, like, hey, put it out here, give it, give everybody a month to play it. And if the audience connects, they could buy it for 30 bucks. And it's like, it's kind of, it's, it really is a smart idea. And like, they do have, uh, I believe they said there's like no microtransactions, but there are like a season pass. The season pass is only $6, which is not that huh. bad. Um, you know, most season passes are like 10 to $15. So, um, you know, six bucks, six bucks ain't that bad. And like, everything's in the season pass, um, as far as like extra cosmetics, stuff like that. Um, I, mean, I don't know. Like I said, I think, like, hey, like, you know, give them that, give them that, you know, it's like, you know, give them the first taste for free. And if they like it, they, hey, you can, 30 bucks, you can keep it forever. So I don't, I don't, I don't hate the tactic, you know, like, uh, giving it out for a month for free. Like, I, I, I didn't, and I could be wrong about that, but that was just the way I read it was it's going to be free for a month. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, I definitely, this went from a game that, like, I probably was never going to play to, like, oh, I'll check it out. You know, it's, it's free. And like I don't know, I think the game doesn't look bad. Like it just it looks fine, you know. And like it could be fun. It could be like a surprise hit. Uh, speaking of you know surprise hits here in games that look like blatant ripoffs of other ones, Gables. Let's talk about Power World. Uh, so right. Power World just dropped today as a recording this on J uh, January nineteenth. Um, it is uh, it's been out for literally a day, and in eight hours it's sold over a million copies. That is definitely a big success even if like say even if say like about a good portion of that uh fan you know a good portion of the amount of people who bought that game don't end up liking it it's still a fantastic achievement for these guys to go and sell a million over a million dollars just in the span of a day because of the because these developers hitting upon some of the core things that uh, some fans have been wanting and that is a decent Pokemon game in terms of a style of, you know, what, you know, what people have been wanting to try to play, yeah. you know, a little bit, a little bit more of like mature edge to it, like bits of combat here, obviously. But, uh, but like I was telling you though, Tyler, before we never recorded the podcast, it just feels like a game that was like a fan made game made by people that just wanted to play like this type of game you know to where it's like they have pokemon elements they have breath of the wild elements they have like survival elements mixed in all at one and for some and somehow some weird reason it all works it all 
just melds well together. And uh, I think that's very much an accomplishment for the developers of Pal World. I mean, I give them kudos for that. I mean, hell, that even we've seen like developers go and uh, put out games, put out products and stuff to where it, you know, it it's clear that it's like a blatant rip off of something or things that they don't do particularly well. I mean, what was that game last year that? Uh, that release and it ended up being like a giant scam or something, and it looked kind of reminiscent of oh, the, the cover art being Last of Us Two and this and that. The day before. The day before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the one I'm talking about. The day before. But uh, while well, that one pretty much scammed a lot of their players, a lot of the players that bought that game into like thinking they were going to be invested in some this this fun ass game or something end up like just went like a whole bunch of people out of money and now that game has been taken off the store on steam because of that very reason for pal world on the other hand is the developers of this game went through developing this game for months it was pretty clear of what this game was i mean it definitely borrowed a lot of elements from pokemon and also in terms of like breath of the wild and some other games that are mixed in there and a lot of the creatures kind of look reminiscent of like say pokemon creatures and this and that <laughs> yeah but they did it in such a way to where it's just barely you would it's like kind of borderline in terms of copyright but not really because they melded it and did it to a certain extent to where they use these ideas different enough to where it feels like a new experience mm. and that's just something that entertainment in general has done like over the years like when somebody has a fantastic new idea whether it's a new movie a new game or a new story of course you're going to have other people that look at that's like well i could create that but i could do it better than that and they try doing their own renditions and this and that you know and for power world that's just exactly what this is it borrows a lot of ideas from past like successful games and they manage to find their own spin on it to where a million copies, like a million dollars sale in a day. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Well, yeah, a million copies sold. Yeah, in yeah. eight hours is nuts. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, uh, it, it's it's so funny because like, this game is like, I it's kind of like with Foam Stars and Power World. Like, mm-hmm. I almost respect them more by like how blatant they are ripping off like, exactly what they're going for. Like, I almost like because you see it's a lot of games where it's like okay that they're like inspired by this, but like. But like they don't want they don't go like full tilt with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they you know, they kind of like they go eighty percent, ninety percent of the way, but then they try to add their own twist on it, and like that ten percent, twenty percent, like is just like kind of kills the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like honestly, them just going like that. No, we're going, we're just going all in. Like you're gonna look at the like the, they're called pals, not Pokemon, but like these pals look a lot like the Pokemon we're ripping off here. Like yeah, <coughs> sorry. Um. Like there's like okay that's obviously a Gyarados, uh like oh that's obviously <laughs> Electro Buzz like a lot of these pals are like we're just like they are literally just blatant like we change them a little bit I gotta cough go ahead can you talk to you for a minute yeah they basically kind of look like uh, they basically do look like the basically like Pokemon that you would see in certain Pokemon games like there is one that looks like Gyarados there's one that looks like Reshiram and like Zekrom. There's one that looks like an Eevee or like an Alolan Vulpix, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah, just little core differences between them and stuff, but uh, just enough just to get out of that whole copyright thing, you know. 
Yeah. I don't even know if it's enough to get out of the copyright thing. Like, um, oh, geez, I got a cop again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, granted, yeah, I could, I can understand where you're coming from, though, Tyler. Yeah, like, well, someone pointed out that the studio that's making this game is literally 10 minutes away from the, the Game Freak. What? Uh, yeah, so, uh, so I'm like, are they, someone's like, are they going to, like, uh, deliver the cease and desist by hand or something? Is that what they're going for here? Uh, I don't know if it's going to get shut down. I feel like they would have done it already if they, uh, if they could. Like They've the had first trailer, amount of time, yes. Well, the first trailer came out like a year and a half ago, so they've had plenty of time to shut this down. I think. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe now that's popular, like now Nintendo's gonna like shut it down, but our uh, Nintendo, I guess, but Pokemon Company or something. But uh, yeah, like I, I played the first like I played like an hour and a half of this today. I didn't realize it was like a it was a survival game, and I don't love survival games, uh, but. Playing a little bit of it, it definitely feels like a Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, mixed in with like uh, Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of like Pokemon Legends Arceus definitely tried to like give you the sense of like oh it's like Breath of the Wild Pokemon, uh, and they kind of it's kind of that maybe uh, maybe not as much as they tried to show, but it, it was kind of that. Um, but uh, this is like definitely like oh no we're, this is we're just gonna we're making a Breath of the Wild Pokemon Legends Arceus with Arc Survival. Uh, uh, game like survival, like implemented into it as well, and I don't know. I'm just having it's just like a fun, dumb time. Like I'm having fun just going around, like just cutting down goddamn trees, and then like to to build like a ba- like build like a base, so then my pals can like go and like do like do my bidding and like get shit for me, and then like I get to build like poke. Uh, I'm sorry, not pokeballs, pal spears. Uh, and then like going around, I'm just going around like it literally is like it's really like like Legends Arceus like you're just going around like running around and like you just you can but you like you get to punch the fucking pals and then like to weaken <laughs> them and then like you can catch them that way, um, or you can like you can send out your pals and then go fight them for you and everything's happening like live in front of you it's not turn based or anything, um, all of it's like live uh, and I don't know, I I'm I'm blown away by like I thought this would be like a dumb game that like when it does when it came out like. When, when I saw the trailer for this, like, I was like, I'm actually really excited to play this, but, like, in, like, uh, I think this will be fun for, like, an hour or two, and then I'm never going to, like, uh, like, it's actually, like, it's just kind of, like, oh, wow, look how, like, ridiculous this whole thing is, and then, like, I, like, maybe, like, the gaming world, like, Twitch and all that would have fun with this for, like, a weekend, you know, maybe a week, and maybe it will, maybe it'll end up being that, but, like, everything I've, I've played of this, and I've seen other people play this and talk about it is, like, no, this game's actually good it's like a fun game it's a good game like the the like it's a good survival game it's a good pokemon like game it's actually like oh man like imagine if they made like a, a better looking uh running a, a game it looks better and it runs better uh of a pokemon game and it's like yeah no like this is definitely like i'm not trying to like obviously pokemon is pokemon and like we love pokemon right. because it like you know like the nostalgia and like the games are good uh but <clears throat> sorry uh yeah I'm, I'm blown away by like the quality of like and this game is early access by the way this is dropped today early access like i had like and honestly it blew in mind so i was playing it at one point and i was like in the middle of trying to catch a pal and the game crashed on me and i'm like yeah. oh man so I, I popped it back up i was right literally right back where i was at like oh. i said a restart i had to re-engage the fight that was the only thing that huh. like but like everything i did i like literally three seconds before that was like the only thing I lost. I was like, Oh shit, this is awesome. That's like, cool. Yeah. Like I was like, Oh no, please don't tell me I have to like redo 
all the shit I've been doing for, you know, God knows how long. Like, oh, no, I'm right here. Uh, so the only thing is, like, they're having issues with the server, which, honestly, it, first off, the game's early access. But second off, I doubt they, I, I highly doubt they thought they would sell a million copies, at least right away. Uh, so they were probably not prepared for this, and I don't, I don't, I don't, it's hard to blame them. Uh, but I don't know, like, good for them. Uh, I hope I hope this game continues to get better. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep checking it out and play play more of it uh, as as you know probably more over, over the next weekend or two. I don't know if this will be a game that I'm gonna like invest a thousand hours into or even twenty into, but because like I said, I'm not a survival game guy, but oh, the game is fun enough that like I at least want to keep fucking around. I've got a bunch of like the little sheep look looking pals, yeah. Uh, so, but I, there's like some bigger ones out there. I want to I want to find what's going on with these little fuckers, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's like gym battles or something apparently in here too. Like I don't know. I'm, I'm blown away by this. I, I haven't even got to the part where you get a gun yet. I want to know. I want to know what's going on with these Pokemon with guns. There's like a rocket launcher. Like what the fuck? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 been pretty it's been pretty cool so far. Uh, but uh, let's uh, move on. Gables to some other news. Other news this week. Um, not a lot. Other, otherwise, you know, we've had a pretty big uh, Xbox was like a big big save for this week. But uh. This was this a little older, uh, out there a little older, but like I haven't seen a lot of people talk about it. But apparently, there is a uh, it's from Eurogamer. Uh, there is a uh, God of War trilogy uh, remaster in the work for PlayStation Five. So uh, doesn't sound like it's gonna be a full blown uh, remakes, but like they're gonna obviously it's just a remastering of the original trilogy. So apparently that is in the works. I don't know if that's coming out anytime soon, but apparently that is in the works. Uh, I don't know, Gables, would you be excited to play these games again it all depends really i mean i i wouldn't mind replaying the original god of war because that's a fantastic fucking game um as far as like the other parts of the trilogy i mean yeah i'd be welcome to playing through it on the ps5 or some or the pc or wherever the hell those things gonna be coming on to but uh yeah just seeing like remastered scenes or something like inside of 4k and then like maybe like a fluid 60 to like possibly 75 frames or some i mean it does have the sales potential and i could definitely see sony doing something of a sort because yeah. they don't mind like remastering games that have released is like maybe as early as three years ago you know so it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah. why well, not a bunch of ps2 games and ps3 games so yeah yeah so yeah no i get it um I, i'm not a huge i was not a big god of war fan really until the 2018 one so uh i don't I I I, re- I replayed them when they remastered them on PS3, so I'm not like a. I I, I, mean, I, don't know. I played like yeah. the majority of God of, uh, God of War one, uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm done. So uh, I don't. I was with myself. you. I was with you though. I mean, granted, up until like 2002 and stuff, I played through like three God of War games, and that was the original, like Chains of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta. Actually, yeah, I played through Chains of Olympus and Ghost of Sparta like on the PSP and beat those games before I actually beat the original God of War. (laughs) So it's like, then like, obviously with God of War, like uh, on the PS4 and how awesome that was and spending like over 20 hours playing it on that one extra life. I mean, freak. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm open to it. Yeah. Um, Next up here, uh, Stalker 2 finally got a release date, September 5th. Um, so they, it was supposed to be an early, uh, Q1 game this year, but they said that, uh, need more time, obviously everything they've gone through over the last uh, couple of years being based out of Ukraine, 
Uh, you know, it takes as much time as you need, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've had much bigger issues going on there. Uh, so uh, this game I'm excited to play. It's coming out Game Pass Day 1 as well. So, uh, But everything we've seen of it looks pretty good. And, yeah, I'm excited to play it. So uh, Yeah, it definitely looks uh, great. Yeah. Uh, there's a rumor, apparently, that the new NCAA football game uh, will be coming out July 12th. Uh, huh. So I hope that's the case. I'm, I'm excited to... Uh, uh, to see it hopefully there was it was sound like we we're there was rumors that we were going to see it during the the uh, college uh football national championship game but that obviously didn't end up happening i'm just kind of curious like i would feel pretty good like pretty good that the game probably is just gonna look like it's looks like madden but it's college <laughs> uh but which i feel like it's safe to say but i just want to see it i want i want i just want to know more about it uh you know how much they're gonna do i don't and that makes sense usually um the NCAA football game usually launched in like late June, uh, early July. So that kind of timetable makes sense. Um, and then last but not least here, Until Dawn, uh, there's a movie in the works. So Ah, doesn't surprise yeah. me. No, it's kind of weird because it's kind of like Until Dawn is just kind of like a, you know, basically like an, kind of like a video game version of like an like a cheesy horror movie from like the 80s and 90s. Uh, so it's, it's kind of funny that we're gonna we're gonna make a a movie based off a video game that's based off of an eighties nineties cheesy uh, horror movie. So uh, we're coming we're all full full circle here. It's kind of like how like Uncharted was just like we're gonna make like a like Tomb Raider was like a a female Indiana Jones video game, and then Uncharted was like, hey, we're gonna make a Indiana Jones game that plays like Tomb Raider, and then Tomb Raider is like, hey, we're gonna make a uh, a video game that's based off of uh, like that is a lot like Uncharted, and then like here's an Indiana Jones game. So uh, <laughs> we're coming full circle on all this shit here. Uh, but uh, let's get into Gables, what we've been playing this week. Do you want to go yeah. first? Or you want me to go first? I'll go first because I really haven't been playing too much. I mean, like I was stating earlier, I was playing, I was basically doing like a, another playthrough of Pokemon Crystal. I popped out the 3DS that I've had, took it out of its case. Decided to start a new file. Let's see. I've chose like a, a Totodile. Because Totodile is awesome inside of that game. I gave it the nickname of Dinkleberg. Because that's just... <laughs> it's just... Uh, oh man, I used to watch a lot of like Fairly Odd Parents and stuff when that thing came out and stuff. So the father has like this grudge against this one of his neighbors called Dinkleberg. And so it's like... It, the, just the name just sticks to me. You know, and it's just... Pretty just funny, just like shouting the word, like, Dinkleberg! <laughs> just like that type of shit. But, uh, I wanted to do something a little bit different with this playthrough. So, there are a couple Pokemon on my party currently that are not considered to be the best of the best and stuff. But I've done plenty of playthroughs of Gold and Silver before. I've done individual Pokemon. I've done, like, a group of, like, two or three or so. But now I want to, now I actually just want to do a playthrough where I have a couple, like, maybe... Average to maybe mediocre Pokemon at best. So I have an unown on my team. I just decided to capture one of the random ones. And this is the one that looks like the letter A. So I gave it the nickname of A. I don't know, really original. But uh, I have also a Noctowl on my team. And uh, other than that, though, I also have a Bellsprout. And yeah, Bellsprout, I gave him the nickname of Dudley. I'm going to at least get him to Victory Bell. And use it that way. Just it's just something completely different. It's just something that just started randomly. Didn't have really too much of a focus on it, but uh, I'm one of those types and stuff where if I if I'm gonna do something like have like a like a harder challenge of like a playthrough without doing like a nuzlocke, 
this is the route I'm pretty much likely going to go. I'm going to choose a party or get a party of six, make it in a way. I know it's going to be a bit of a slog to try to grind things and stuff, but uh, I did end up getting past the first gym. But yeah, all the all the Pokemon on my party right now are like their mid-teens. Because uh, when you face off against the second gym leader, he has that level 16 Scyther that knows Fury Cutter, Bugsy. So it's like, having a good strategy against Bugsy and stuff, yeah, that's pretty much a good idea. But uh, other than that, though, I mean, I really have been playing, I have been playing like here and there in terms of like Guilty Gear, like going through all that, that arcade mode with uh, Milia. I think that's like Milia. Yeah, I think... I think that was her name. Yeah, Amelia. She has, like, attacks and stuff with her hair. The thing about Guilty Gear is it's crazy. It's over the wall. It's over the over the top action. And there are certain, like, combos you can do. Or, like, certain, like, special moves where you can actually deplete someone's entire health meter just by just doing your finisher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been the victim of that a few times. But uh, I saved a clip, like, a little five-minute clip of me battling the final the final boss of this arcade mode with Milia, and uh, me having to figure out, me actually figuring out that there is a way I can do a infinite combo with this character, or close to an infinite combo with this character, and basically locking it into the corner, you know? And this is something that you could completely do in this game. You could go into infinite combos you, with characters you can, and yeah, you can do that. You can do like all sorts of corner stuff, like just do like a, maybe a lighter up heavy attack or some combo into like the corner and then just fun just randomly pull out like some sort of infinite like infinite move or so <clears throat> this is the first time i've ever played through the entirety of like the arcade mode of the original guilty gear it's been a franchise i've been interested in playing but uh kind of turned off by it over the years because of how over the top and how crazy this anime inspired like kind of fighter is but there's a lot of good action it's definitely can be hard as balls if you don't know too much in terms of uh, the mechanics of fighting games in general. But yeah, sometimes the best thing about playing a new fighting game is figuring out what your character that you're of choice will can actually do. For me, it was figuring out that hey, if I were to spam quarter circle with the with my medium attacks, like my medium punch attacks, I could do this sort of swirl with the. Uh, with my character's hair, and it just goes and knocks him across, and then I could just do a setup with a couple of light attacks, and just do that, spam that same move, so that way I can whittle down the thing's health, my opponent's health, into, like, next to nothing. It's just fun, like, aha moments like that, where it just makes me really love playing fighting games in general. Because you can pick up a character, and you, you just play, like, absolute garbage or something with it but then all of a sudden after you've been being a couple dozen times you figure out oh this is how i'm supposed to play this character <laughs> <clears throat> oh my gosh that's like me playing heavy characters and stuff inside of fighting games like say like the incredible hulk or zangief or in this game's case book temkin but uh yeah that's pretty much the games that i've been playing but tyler what about you um well i've been playing like I haven't really played much either, kind of like you, know, like you. Uh, like I said, I've been busy and then been sick. So uh, the only thing I really, I, like I said, I played from Power World today. I already talked about mm -hmm. that. The only other game I'm playing is uh, Last of Us Two Remastered came out uh, yeah. today, so I'm playing that. Um, 
try, try, I was up to play some more, but obviously being sick, like, I'm so tired. So tired. <laughs> like, I think this is the most, like, something I've done, like, the last two days, uh, con- consecutively without, like, having to lay down and take a nap. Nice. Uh, so that's kind of, like, where I've been uh, today. Like, I've been playing, like, 30 minute chunks, and I'm like, I can go lay down. So I've only played, like, <laughs> um, maybe, like, two hours of it. I'm on, uh, I'm on Seattle day one. I'm not going to spoil anything. I know a lot oh, of people are oh, yeah. just, just now playing it for the first time or maybe it just jumped in because of the, the, the TV show, stuff like that. So I'm not going to spoil anything, but uh, I got to the, one of the big moments there in the first uh, hour. I know Gables was on talking about, and yeah. uh, that's just as devastating. The second time around Gables, just as devastating. Uh, I literally had to look away. Uh, I'm like, I don't want to see this. Uh, so that, that was hard to watch. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I'm in, I'm in uh, Seattle day one. I've, one of my favorite games of all time, uh, you know, uh, it's I talk about it a lot though over the over the last couple because I haven't played it since what June twenty twenty when it came out. So but over uh-huh. over three and a half years now, and it's like I talk about it like where like I feel like I did a disservice though when I played that game because uh, like I was so worried about obviously everything going on online, uh, you know, the game leaked and everything like that, and then everybody talking about it like s- spoilers were just out everywhere when that yep. game came out, and people had no issues talking about the spoilers online so i kind of like flew through that game as fast as i could um and like i did some side stuff but like i did some exploring but like i was so like concerned about like that game being ruined for me that i kind of just like ran through it um so i really didn't get to i don't know i i, I didn't experience it like i, I did i did like i don't know like kind of like the way I, I remember like mass effect 3 like i beat that game but like everybody was talking about the ending and i was like i was so worried about that being ruined for me that, like I just kind of flew through that game without like you know playing right. like I would a Mass Effect game, uh, and like it's it's kind of funny like I remember like the main story beats of Last of Us Part Two, but there's so much of that game I just don't remember. Uh, three you know three plus years later, like I remember like a lot of the key things that happened, uh, but like the like moment by moment stuff, a lot of that was like I just don't remember. So I was like even just like in the first couple hours playing, I'm like I don't even remember this part. I don't even, like. Like this, like sections of that. Like I don't even, like I don't remember this part at all. Like, kind of like I played like like I, re- I replayed when I did the remake of uh, part one, like twenty twenty two. I played that. and It's like, no, I remember all of this. And I love playing through it again. It's my fourth time beating it. I probably started another five times other than that. Uh, and it's like I, but like I know all I know all the parts of that game. Or like when I re- when we, then the Mass Effect collection came out uh twenty twenty one and like playing through Mass Effect one and two again. And it's just like. Yeah, I remember I did all these. I remember all these story missions. I remember all these moments. I remember all these characters. And it's like, I don't know. It's so weird. Like, um, you know, it's, I feel like this is kind of like my, like my first real playthrough, uh, you know, like really just be able to en- enjoy it as much as you could enjoy right. uh, Last of Us because that game uh, is pretty fucking dark uh, and pretty yep. heavy. So uh, it's going to be like as much as I can enjoy playing through this game, uh, I- I'm going to like just be able to uh, play it at, like a video game. Uh, and not have any stress as far as like you know not being a room for me, but like man, I just love. I, I don't think like Naughty Dog can just build um, lore and like make you care about characters that you never meet in the game um, through just like they're like just the way like like you go around and, like you see like you like you find the notes throughout the the world or like um, and like but like you go through like the areas and you kind of like read notes and like you like you learn about like kind of like what happened in this area and you like learn about these characters that like you know like they're already dead or like we don't know what happened to them at all it's like 
I kind of remember like in Last of Us Part One, like when you go into like the underground, like little sewer area, and there's that character Ish, and you keep finding like different like like he's like living alone in this, and like he like in, later on invites like he finds people and like he invites them in. They have kids and stuff like that, and like it's just like you find like I remember like you keep finding these notes along the way during this whole section, and like all that. And it ends up being like a really sad case of like you know he was tired of being alone. That he let these people in, and also ultimately led to his like his death, because he let these people in and stuff like that. Like I just love like finding that like like there's like the one like minor spoiler I guess for, like a side thing that you may or may not find in Last of Part Two where like you you find like you go to a bank, and like you like end up like like uh you find like a sa- like you end up getting into like the vault of the of oh. the bank, and you find like these like this guy dead, in oh. there, and like he you find out he actually like uh on outbreak day. They uh they decide to rob a bank on outbreak day, uh. and uh and it's just like you like all that like just find all that shit on there is pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. I just like enjoy like little things like that. Like I, f- I feel like no one's better at like building like lore and building like characters. Like no one's better I think in, like building a cast of characters than uh, Naughty Dog is. So uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's just exciting. Like it's just man the music, the set pieces, everything like that. It's just it's everything I love in video games. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Like visually, like I don't know. Like I played on PS4 Pro and I was blown away by it. Uh, I it definitely runs better. Like you could play. I'm playing it like you have. You could play it at uh, 4K 30 or 1440p and 60. Uh, and like it's it's fucking gorgeous. Uh, I am like really excited to play. Uh, I, after I beat the game, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the I want I want to do like the lost levels that are in here and check that out. And then uh, I want to do that no return, the roguelike mode they put in there. I heard it's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. So I am looking forward to playing that. Um, so, yeah. But, oh, it's, it's $10 upgraded. So it's one of my favorite games of all time. So I am looking forward to Louie. Really? <laughs> my, my dog was uh, cleaning himself in, in the background. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, I, I'm looking forward to like I said, I'm looking forward to checking all this shit out in uh Definitely uh, having a, have a good time with it. Happy to be back in the Last of Us world. But uh, that's pretty much it for me as well, Gables. Mm. All, All right. Good. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. I think it's one of the shortest episodes we've done in a long time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for, for listening watching all that if you guys uh like all that please like i said like follow subscribe check us out all the all the places we're on uh twitter facebook twitch uh youtube any podcast servers out there just search for us drunk nerds drunk nerds drunk dash nerds uh if look in the description down below there are links to all those places as well uh really would appreciate it. give us five stars leave comments likes subscribes follows shares the more you guys do stuff like that it, it makes it easier it makes it easier for people to find us in the algorithm so appreciate if you did all that for us uh, but I was your host, I was Tyler. I'm Girdle Gables, so until next time, everyone, play some fun games. And thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hey, Gables. Yeah. Too sweet? Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs>